it's Jeremy Fennick. Time once again for one of my classic conversations. And this time, returning to the hot seat, comedian Steve Byrne. Hey, man, nice to have you back. Great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we were interviewing a year ago uh, in July, and uh, you were in the parking lot getting ready to go speak with your friend Vince Vaughn about a project. Now, is this the project you were working on in July of uh, 2019? This is the project, yes. I was. Um, I, I think my, my documentary had just come out, and we were editing the feature film that's coming out right now, this Friday, uh, the opening act. That's incredible. It goes full circle. Well, thank I asked you to come back to talk about it, and look at this. Here we are, the opening act. Now, uh, Will Chu, played by Jimmy O. Yang, appears to have it all, the job, the girl. Uh, but that true passion in life, he wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Now, does this have any, I know it's a, a, a work of fiction, but does, you wrote this. Does this have anything to do with uh, your experience getting into the stand-up comedy world? Yeah, basically everything that happens in this film has happened to me in real life. So wow. people are going to be at home, they're going to be watching, going, there's no way that happened. It really happened. That's why it's on film, because you cannot make this stuff up. So, I mean, the really the film really is about that that moment in time every comic has where you're thinking, I got this job, but I want to pursue my real calling in life that's being a stand-up comedian. So it's about a comic's first time ever going on the road at, at a professional comedy club and dealing with hecklers, bachelorette parties, and even doing morning radio for the first time. So <laughs> See, <laughs> It's a lot of fun to watch. Cathartic, I would say. I've always tried to make my interviews very easy for the guest of honor. So you're the guest of honor here. Well, I appreciate that. Now, that's why I'm doing afternoons and not mornings. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> here is uh, my question for you. Now, how much of this, I mean, when you're filming it, you know, you, you wrote this, you directed it, when you're, when you're actually putting this on film and you're watching this come together, how often was your butt puckering going like, boy, this is way too close to reality? <laughs> well, there was a scene where um, I end up underneath a trailer in the woods while a couple of Bubby is having sex and I fear for my life. So <laughs> that really did happen to me in North Carolina. And when I was watching the first test screening, I was like, oh, my God, I'm seeing it. And my heart rate spiked. And it was a lot of fun to watch. And the good thing is I could get to the cast in a second. But every comic that's in this film that has seen it has said to me or texted me the same three things. I loved it. It's authentic. And you just re-triggered horrible memories from the beginning of my comedy career. Now I have to see my therapist, you bastard. So... <laughs> That's been really nice. But, yeah, the film's got a crazy cast. Jimmy O. Yang, as you mentioned, is the MC. Alex Moffer from SNL is the feature. Cedric the Entertainer is the headliner. And then you got Whitney Cummings, Eliza Schlesinger, Angela Johnson, Kathleen Madigan, Bill Burr, Ken Jeong, Tom Segura, Neil Brennan, Roy Wood Jr., Russell Peters, and so many more I haven't even mentioned. So it's it's the best definitive film about stand-up I've ever seen. I, I love it. Now, I've been interviewing comedians since the late 90s, so I, I kind of get to see a little bit of, of, of that behind-the-scenes action. And just watching the trailer for this, I thought to myself, yeah, he, he must have lived this because it's way too accurate. Um, this is, though, a work of fiction. It's just based on you, right? Yeah, it's semi-autobiographical. Everything that happens at the beginning is done for narrative purposes. But sure. um, I'm glad you enjoyed the trailer because it, we wanted to do something where we kept all the big laughs in the film. So if you enjoy the trailer, this is not one of those trailers where all the best laughs are in the trailer. This oh. film, there's so much more to it. So it's really a wild ride. <laughs> it's actually the lack of laughs that makes the trailer so intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I think that people have been to comedy clubs, but they've never been on the road. And when you're on the road, it is steeped in failure. And I think you're going to see it for the very first time. All these things. And who's good at their job the first time? Nobody. And so to the enjoyment of the audience, he fails miserably. It's all at our expense. So take, take pleasure in my pain. Now, I, I have to ask you about this because uh, we, we talked about this last time you were on the show. Uh, you're, you're originally from Pittsburgh, but you've got a Korean mother and an Irish father, which must have been just all kinds of awesome. So much culture uh, for you growing up. Now, being somewhat in the Midwest, do you really miss, you know, that kind of thing? Or are you loving being out, you know, making these big Hollywood projects and everything like that? I'll tell you, I like being in Los Angeles, but I never loved it. I miss being around people that are polite, that Mm -hmm. are nice, that are not entitled, that wave to you when they let you in into a traffic lane (laughs) and you're not getting cut off by a Lamborghini or something. So, yeah, I, I definitely miss the Midwest and... You know, being from the Rust Belt, I miss bad food. Everybody out here is drinking kale smoothies. I want to walk into a cheesecake factory with my wife and like, like let's mess up that cake. <laughs> so I definitely don't miss it. I'm sure on tour and whatnot you've been through, but have you ever had a chance to like just visit Michigan at all? I love Michigan. I love Coney Dogs, Coney Island Dogs. There you go. There you go. Flint style or Detroit so style? That's my jam. Yeah, I love it all. I, you know, the one thing I, I really like about Michigan is the fact that it's called Hockey Town in Detroit, and I'm a huge hockey fan. So I love being around people that know hockey, that know, that know how to eat like an eighth grader. I'm home. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now, I'm looking at uh, your, your uh, amazing uh, history here, uh, going back to you know, Vince Vaughn's Wild West comedy tour, uh, the Jameson comedy tour. You didn't mention here that you stopped by my show at all, but that's fine. We're going to move on past that. This is my biggest credit, by the way. <laughs> right yes. here, yeah, exactly. Now, I see here, though, <laughs> Camel Cigarettes Sin City Tour. Did you get to meet Joe Camel? I did not meet Joe Camel. I did not get free <laughs> cigarettes, but I did get to open for Puddle of Mud, and a beer can got thrown at my head. So oh my that God. did happen. <laughs> wow! <Yeah. laughs> That's insane. Yeah, nobody wants to see the comedian when they're there to see Puddle of Mud or Kings of Leon or any of the other cool <laughs> bands that I opened for. It was it was a, a definitely a learning process. I was so pleased when I found out I got to talk to you because I am still to this day a huge fan of uh, Sullivan and Son. Three seasons on TBS. What was that like doing, uh, not necessarily, you know, stand-up comedy, but a television production week to week? Uh, it's totally different than, obviously, a stand-up tour. Oh, yeah. I mean, getting to be part of a team. When I'm, a, when I'm on tour as a stand-up, I eat by myself. I go to movies by myself. I do a lot of things by myself, including Aww. in the shower. We'll get to that <laughs> later. But um, when you're part of a team, it is so fun. And here's the good thing about Sullivan and Son. It was a bar show. It lasted three seasons on TBS. And after every live taping we did, the audience would leave. And then we go, are they out? And they go, yeah. And then we shut the doors and hook up real kegs to the taps. I bring out my Jameson whiskey. We turn the jukebox on, and we would have a blast. 33 episodes we drank after every show and rang it out. It was so fun. Oh, my God. So you guys had fake alcohol during filming, but you easily could swap it out to a real bar? Oh, yeah. Sometimes the last shot, like the, the tag, the, the the very last scene, I would have whiskey in my little shot glass or whatever, and I'd, I'd, I'd be like, we're almost done. We're good here, right? Now... Was that based on growing up? I mean, did your dad have a bar and your mom worked there? That Or was that fiction? That was fiction. The only thing that, that I kept in was the components of my parents and the fact that at the time of my life, 
I wanted to give more to my personal life as opposed to my professional life. Right. So that was really the basis of Steve Sullivan, of giving up uh, you know, corporate law and moving back to Pittsburgh and running a bar with his family to be around his friends so he could make money. Professionally, he was a bartender now, and he was around the people he cared about and loved the most. So that was the heart and soul of that of that. Um, of that TV show. And I'm glad that this film has a lot of heart too, because everybody has something they've had a calling. They got a passion for something. And I think that this film is about listening to yourself and going for it. Absolutely. And again, you mentioned all these celebrities, all these stars that, that you've worked with throughout the years that are a part of this project. That's got to make you feel pretty good. You know, you're doing something right when you've got uh, the, the, the A-list celebrities taking part in this project. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, I mean, everybody in the film is my friend, so it was it was fun to think like, hey, Bill Burr, can you come down and be an office manager? Yeah, sure. Who looks like a skanky cop? Oh, I'll call Tom Segura. <laughs> so, it really worked out pretty well for me. And seeing Cedric play the role as he did just in the trailer, I can't wait to see the film. Oh, my God. Cedric absolutely kills it. I've seen him in all the other movies like everybody else, but he's got some gears in this film that he really shifts. He absolutely kills it. Alex Moffat steals the film. Jimmy is unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's a great ride. In this day and age, we need more comedy. There have been very few comedies that have come out during the quarantine, and I'm telling you, people are going to love this film. What have you been doing in quarantine, aside from making awesome uh, movies and, and film? Have you been uh, going nuts not being able to go out, or have you been uh, you know, keeping busy? It's been a lot of sad showers. <laughs> you know, leaning against the wall, what the hell's going on? <laughs> you mentioned it's doing all bad. these things alone when you travel. I was going to say, stop and visit me in Flint. I'll make sure it's daytime and outside. But still, I, I will extend <laughs> That's right, that offer yeah. to you. Now, I think we played my infamous 420 contest last time you were on the show. I want to do it again. What time is it? 420. Do you think that smoking drugs is cool? It's just Bob's 420 contest. 103.9 The Fox. I need you, Steve Byrne, to tell me four things you guys would do at the bar of Sullivan and Son after hours in 20 seconds. Go! Lots of Jameson singing The Killer's Mr. Brightside at the top of my lungs, talking hockey, um, and then driving the golf cart around the studio until security kicked us out. Steve, you're a winner! I did it. I did it. I'm a big boy now. I'm gonna Daddy, you- are you proud of me? I'm going to give you a free copy of the brand new movie, Tickets to Go See the Opening Act. I love it. Thank you. I'd love to see this film. I haven't seen it a thousand times, so please. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, Opening Act premieres in select theaters tomorrow on demand, Apple, iTunes, Amazon, and all those platforms, and digital HD tomorrow. Now, also, I want to remind everybody, too, to go check out uh, Always Amazing, the true story of the life, death, and return of the amazing Jonathan, another project that you knocked out of the park, Steve. i got to tell you, we saw that after we spoke i was in tears more than once so excellent job on that thank you very much available on youtube for free and uh jonathan is alive and well and with us so thank you for watching i appreciate it and thanks for having me on today i i, I had such a great time anytime my friend and be sure to check out our previous interview at jeremyfennick.com